What's up, y'all? Episode four is here. Here we are. Thank you all so much for listening and giving your honest feedback for episodes one through three. Episode four, you know I'm coming with that heat, with that smoke, you already know. So it is your boy, your host, A. Scott. Let's get into it. Um, That's that music. Before you say some encouraging words in your ear gate, um, I recently got some difficult news from a friend, but some very encouraging news from a friend, the same friend. And I know that's a dichotomy of sorts. However, the news that I got was from a really, really good friend of mine. Um, I met him um, earlier on in my career. And he sent me a text message. And that text message started with, hey, bro, I started listening to your podcast, and I'm loving it. I miss hearing your voice. Thanks for the encouraging words. You don't know how desperately I needed those in this current season of my life. I text him back, man, wow, you know, thanks a lot. I really appreciate the encouraging words. Uh, you know, that's why I do what I do. I do what I do because I want to be able to help at least one person per episode. Now, most people have big dreams and, you know, I want to, you know, help a thousand people or get monetized quickly and all of those things. And that's not my goal. You know, I've been blessed to the point where um, I don't need monetization from other things um, outside of my career. The Lord has really taken care of me and my household, and I am so honored and grateful for that. However, my gift, my gift, my gift, what God has put on the inside of me to help other people, to lead other people, to ensure the comfort, the safety uh, of other people, the mental health of other people, is really my goal in life to expound upon that gift and to make sure that I leave this earth empty. You know, I don't want to die full. I want to leave this earth empty. And so because of that, I try to use my gift to uplift others. After I sent him that text message, the truth began to come out as to why he needed to hear episode one specifically and episode two specifically about transitioning the right way and going through the different ebbs and flows of life to ensure that you are not just uh, going through the motions, but you're really understanding the purpose and the direction and the destiny that God has for our individual lives. He sent back, I've been going through a lot mentally. Maybe I need to schedule an appointment with you so we could just sit and talk. And if you all knew my friend like I know him, 
he is not always vulnerable. You know, he's a hilarious guy. He's also married, and he, too, like me, is a father of five children. And so for him to say he needed to get with me and talk for a while, you know, my ears went up, you know, kind of like a, like a watchdog, you know, my ears went up. And we have to be there for our friends. We have to be watch, watchmen, right, watchdogs for our friends and for our family. Sometimes they can go through situations and things that can blind them. You know, they have something called a blind spot, and I'll get to that in a second. But sometimes we have to watch our brother's back. And for him to say that he needed to spend some time with me and talk, and me knowing that he is not a naturally vulnerable, you know, let everyone into his business type of person, my ears went up. And I said, I am available anytime you need me. Sometimes we have to remind our friends and family that, yes, I'm married. Yes, I have children. Yes, I'm you know, working on different projects and things. Yes, I work a lot of hours. Yes, I put time in. Yes, I, you know, have a lot of things going on, but I will prioritize you because you are worth that. Sometimes we have to remind our friends and family members that we love them so much that we will etch out time. We will take out time to make sure that we get to continue doing life with them. Part of the reason um, I learned how to relax in the workplace was because of this man. Uh, part of the reason that I stayed at my workplace, honestly, was because of this, this individual. And for him to say that he needed to spend some time with me, that's a way that he cries out for help. And so different people have different ways that they cry out for help. And one of the ways that my good friend, my brother, I call him my brother from another mother, uh, one of the ways that he cried out for help was by saying, hey, Scott, I need to spend some time with you real soon. And so I followed up his text message, encouraging him and letting him know, reminding him of our friendship and how important he is. Not just to his family and friends, but to me. Um, he let me know some things that were going on in his personal life and why he was kind of tired of living. And as a man, and I'm speak to the men, uh, women, you all go through this as well. Uh, there are so many different pressures that we have on us. There are so many different things that we endure that we go through. There's so many different situations and instances that transpire in our lifetimes, um, in our everyday lives even, that can really push us towards the brink of, I'm really tired of living. Now this episode is, you know, it, it, it hit me hard first, even as I was preparing the notes for it. You know, what are some of the things that could cause us to say, I'm tired of this existence. I'm tired of living. I cannot go on. Um, and so for, for my friend to say that and to cry that out to me and to communicate that 
meant the absolute world to me. One thing that it did for me was it meant that he trusted me as a passenger in his destiny vehicle. Now, we all have a vehicle that we take into our destiny. Uh, mine, one of mine is, of course, my faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, another one of mine is, uh, uh, or reasons that I enjoy my existence, um, is my wife and my children. They give me so much uh, drive and hope and life, right? Um, another reason is uh, the friendships that I have been blessed to have over this short 38-year journey of life. But he trusted me as a passenger, and all of the things that I just mentioned are passengers inside of my destiny vehicle. Um, I'm fortunate to allow uh, God to be the driver of that vehicle. For so many years, I tried to, to, to drive my own destiny vehicle, and I would crash repeatedly. Um, often forgetting where the gear, sh gear shift was, I would transition into different uh, parts of my life the wrong way, moving too fast or moving too slowly or stuck in neutral. Sometimes, unfortunately, sometimes even going in reverse in life. And so um, I'm fortunate enough to trust God. You know, um, there's a scripture that says happy is he whose trust is in the Lord. And so my happiness is not rooted in people. My happiness is rooted um, in my faith in God. And so for my good friend to trust me meant the world to me. But I knew with trust comes responsibility, uh, much like a bank. You know, uh, most banks are called a bank and trust. Why? Because they not only handle our money, but they handle our trust. Literally, they, I mean, you know, when, when you go and make a deposit into the bank, you're not just saying hold this and then driving away and being anxious about, man, will they have it when I return? Will they, you know, what are they going to do with it? Will they waste what I've trusted them with? Uh, will they share what I've trusted them with with other people? And so um, I took his words as a deposit into our friendship bank and trust. He trusted me with that information and as a result I knew I had to make a proper investment back into him as a friend and so we began to talk via text and he shared some things with me and it was heavy man I mean it was wow you know I, I didn't know he was going through all of those things but I also knew the value of him as a person and I did not think that what he was going through was worth ending his existence over. And so I put some things into perspective, letting him know, um, first of all, how much um, his family loves him and how necessary he is to his wonderful wife and his five amazing children. Um, I let him know that his friendship to me and many others meant so much. But I left him off with knowing that the Lord has made him for a reason. His existence in the earth has a purpose. And sometimes as men, as women, as people, we can go through seasons of our lives where we can't conceptualize our why. We can't reason with our why. We can't come to the place where we understand why we exist. Um, 
I went through that, honestly, at the age of 27, where I was ready to kind of pack up and move away from everything and everybody and, um, you know, just take my wife and at the time our two children and just kind of move to a place that was uh, hot and dry. You know, Arizona was here I come, you know. But um, it's in those vital moments where those who love us can help us to keep our grip. You know, there's an old saying when a person's going through something and they're kind of seemingly losing it, you you kind of want to shake them and say, get a grip. Uh, but they never tell you to get a grip on what. And so I let him know what to get a grip on. His grip was called purpose. The Lord had made him for a reason. And every waking moment that he has breath is an opportunity to A, be reminded of that reason, and B, tap into his potential and his gift in life. Uh, he, like me, is gifted with the gift to encourage others and to bring others out of the pits in life and draw them to wells of water springing forth with their reasons for living. And so he trusted me. And the reason I call myself a passenger in my friendships is because uh, while you do have rear view mirrors, right, you have one stationed in the middle of a uh, windshield in our vehicles, then we have uh, rear view mirrors uh, on either side of the front doors, and then we have uh, many vehicles today have backup cameras. Um, those, those things are great. Those things are wonderful. I've even seen on a vehicle recently a front grill or a hood camera um, that allows you to see blind spots in the front of the vehicle, and that's great. But it's nothing in the world like having a passenger in a vehicle. Number one, passengers are company keepers. And I just kind of want to dive into a few things really quickly. Passengers um, are company keepers. You know, um, my wife and I, when we go places, she is just, she's just an awesome company keeper. You know, it's nothing like taking a road trip um, and having a person ride with you to keep you company, to keep the conversation going, or even to DJ. You know, I trust my wife to be my DJ. She, you know, she got the hits, you know, the songs that keep me going on, so to speak. But I've also taken long trips and journeys alone. And those aren't as much fun. Why? Because I can get caught up in my own headspace, you know, get caught up in the thicket of my own thoughts. And that can be a dangerous thing because it can – while you are driving, no pun intended, uh, it can drive you crazy. It can drive you to make decisions and even cause you to say decrees over yourself that can be very damaging to your destiny. And so when a person, when a friend, you know, calls you and reaches out to you, the first thing you want to do is remind them of their destiny. Hey, man, look, this is where we're going. Don't forget. But you also want to make sure that you are checking for their blind spots. Look for the blind spots. Check for the blind spots. There are things that even their mirrors won't reveal to them, like a woman doing her makeup and, you know, she does it well and it looks beautiful and flawless. It's something about having an extra set of eyes that can, you know, bring you into a, uh, a mindset that says, hey, don't forget about this, or hey, you know, 
your blush is a little strong, you know, or hey, don't forget we're going here, so make sure the outer eyeshadow looks like this. Or honestly, I'm just making up uh, the stuff about makeup. I don't know nothing about makeup. Um, my wife's always looks beautiful, and her friends, you know, they always look great and stuff like that. So I don't know how you women do it. Uh, but for guys, you know, if a guy is, you know, spraying cologne or um, doing anything like that, you know, you just want to make sure that, that you remind them, um, hey, you know, watch out for this, or hey, you know, uh, don't put it on too strongly. Uh, or are you sure you want to wear that jacket? There are things that we can think on our own, uh, own strength that look great or sound great, but sometimes that extra set of eyes can help you avoid a very deadly accident. And I like to think that I helped my good friend to avoid an accident. I like to think that where he was headed with his vehicle called Destiny, that he not only detoured, but that he turns the right way at the right time. You know, there are on-ramps, there are off-ramps, and sometimes we can miss our stop. Sometimes we can miss our turn. Um, I have a bad habit of if I'm listening to music and I'm singing along with the song, I will be in the far left lane. When I should be in the far right lane getting ready to exit the expressway, and instead I stay on going faster than I should be at the time. Why? Because I missed my exit. And sometimes life gives us an opportunity to circle back. So I helped him recognize some of the things that are hurting him in his blind spots. And I believe that he's going to, as a result of the godly advice that I was able to give him, circle back. You all listening to this as you embrace this journey of life, circle back. Don't be afraid to go back, circle back, go back around again. Sometimes we miss the most beautiful sceneries in our lives because we refuse to be willing to circle back, circle back, go back again. Sometimes even doing your first works over. And while I know that can be a difficult thing, while I know that can be a challenging thing, you also want to remember that with every day you are given an opportunity not to get better, not to be better. That's such a cliche, you know, better every day. Sometimes we aren't. And it's okay to remain the same for a day. It's okay, you know, if you lose a loved one to go through that grief. It's okay to have a season where you're, you know, kind of uneasy about some of the decisions that you're making. After all, we are people. We have emotions. We go through the ebbs and flows of life. It can be difficult at times. But I want to encourage you that just because you may have missed an opportunity doesn't mean you have missed the opportunity. Yes, you may have passed up on an opportunity to make the right investment or to make the right decision or to continue a relationship or to end a relationship. Um, you have the opportunity to make it right. So go back, do your first works over again. Sometimes the greatest parts of my day 
are going back to people and apologizing, saying, hey, I was wrong about this, or, you know what, honey, you were right about, you know, this or that. Um, even with your children, go back and apologize, you know, apologize to your children. Um, be the example that you want them to become. Um, be the extra set of eyes to your friends and your family. Trust that the Lord has waken you up for a reason and that you have experienced the amount of years you have lived for a purpose. Friendships mean everything to me. I don't call everyone friend. Family means everything to me. It's a reason we share the same bloodline. The Lord is everything to me. It's a reason I have the life that I have. So don't be afraid to reach out to your friends and do not ever take for granted when your friends reach out to you. Uh, this episode was a little different, um, but it's necessary that we have these conversations with our loved ones, with our friends and our family to make sure that they're in a good mental place, especially as we end the year. Um, fall is officially upon us and so many people fall into, uh, I guess another pun, but so many people fall into depression around the fall. And I would encourage you not to look at the fall as a season where things begin to die but look at the fall as a season where you're being planted. Um, seeds have to be planted. Seeds have to die in order for them to spring up, up and provide life. So you are being planted. Go through this next season with great joy. Remember those who have called you friend. Remember those family members who love you and who care for you. Make sure that you are checking their blind spots. Make sure that you are vulnerable with yours. Don't do life alone. You know, here at Transitioning Podcast, we are all about turning our challenges into triumphs. So, as you all know, Life is filled with peaks and valleys. We must learn to enjoy the journey and venture joyfully into the unknown. To become a champion, one must fully embrace his challenges one day at a time. Thanks for tuning in. And of course, as always, I love you all. And I will catch you all next time. Mm -hmm.